Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello everybody and welcome back to another video on the West Ham Way YouTube channel. West Ham face Olympiacos tomorrow, Thursday night. Uh, it's a big game, massive game. Of course, we uh, lost the reverse fixture, 2-1 uh, I believe it was, at Olympiacos. Uh, we currently sit uh, first in the table, uh, drawing on six points with Freiburg. Olympiacos on four points behind us. So um, no, it doesn't get much bigger than this, to be honest. This really could define the competition for us. Um, you know, we beat Olympiacos. Uh, we go nine points. Freiburg, of course, they have TC, TSC, um, who, let's be honest, I think we would beat ourselves. So, you know, getting that three points, going five points clear of Olympiacos, it basically clears us at least that we're going to be staying in the Europa League, I would have thought. Um, so, look, it's it's going to be a tough match. They're going to make it tough for us. But but like I said, I think we, we really need to start looking at our options here because, Let's be honest, the league for me is is not a priority this season. It was a priority last season, but it's not a priority this season. And I'll explain to you why. The reason why is that there are so many other teams that will get relegated ahead of us, right? Burnley, Bournemouth, uh, Luton and Sheffield. I mean, the four of them are kind of in their own category at the moment. Everton could get dragged into that race as well. Uh, Wolves, I think they play some good football, but if they're not careful, I can see it happening. Uh, Forest are doing okay at the moment, but you know, I, I don't think they've got, the, the, you know, they're clear of it. And quite honestly, Palace as well. I think Palace could get themselves caught in a in a, um, in a in a relegation sort of scrap. So for me, there's so many teams that are worse off than us that, that cannot, that, that will get relegated ahead of us, right? Then look at the other end of the table. Uh, top six for me is unachievable this season. If I'm being realistic, it really is. You've got David Moyes in the last year of his contract. Uh, you've got Arsenal, Spurs, Villa, Newcastle, City uh, and Liverpool. Then for me, are like the, the six that are going to be, I don't know where they're going to finish, but they're going to be the six in my eyes 
Then seventh place, you know, you've got Chelsea on the up, Manchester United, who could turn good, uh, Brighton, of course, and also Brentford, who, with Ivan Tony back, could produce some magic in the Premier League because they beat us uh, in our last match. So for me, I think the league is kind of done, you know. I think we really, really would struggle to finish in the top seven this season, especially when you think that, you know, Tottenham, Chelsea, they don't have any European football. Uh, Manchester United might not have any European football uh, come the later stages of this season with the way they're playing. You know, Liverpool, of course, are in the Europa League like us, but they've got far more squad depth. Uh, and of course, Arsenal and City, you know, they're just such a such a big league above us. And Newcastle as well, you know, they have got European football and, you know, some people did question as to whether their uh, squad depth was going to come back to bite them. But it seems like they're doing pretty well at the moment. So for me, relegation isn't an option. Getting in the top seven isn't an option. So European football has to be our number one priority this season. Playing in Europe has to be our number one priority because if we won the Europa League, then we get Champions League next season. If we get demoted to the Conference League and win that, we get Europa League for next season. There is no way we'll get relegated this season. There, re- there just is no actual way. You know, if we didn't get relegated last season, there's no way it's going to happen this season. And also for me, that there's no way we're going to get in the top seven of the Premier League. So, you know, Moyes clearly showed that his priority at the moment is the Premier League. You know, he showed that because he did a second string side against Olympiacos and ultimately it cost us a defeat. Uh, against Olympiacos this time around at home, we need to be fielding our strongest possible 11. You know, we really do. Um, also finishing top of the group, you know, not just getting through the top of the group is really important. I'm just going to bring up the Champions League standings at the moment, just to give you an idea. So obviously, as you know, if you finish third in the Champions League, you drop down to the Europa League. Those who finish second in the Europa League then face the teams that have dropped down for the Champions League. Those who finish first in the Europa League bypass that stage completely. So you play one less game, one less banana skin, you know, all's good. Currently, third place, you know, if the competition ended today and we finished in second place, we would have to face Manchester United, Sevilla, Braga, Red Bull Salzburg with um, Benfica not far behind, Feyenoord, AC Milan, Newcastle or Paris Saint-Germain, all within a point of each other. Um Cravena, okay, obviously not a bit of a worry. Anna, Shakhtar, Donetsk. So there's some really big teams in there, some really big teams. You know, Manchester United, of course, they drop down. They they tend to beat us on our, on our day. PSV and Sevilla, both really good sides, uh, both on two points. Braga on three points. Union Berlin, I mean, they're a good side as well. Uh, Benfica, only three points behind Salzburg. They're a good side. Uh, Feyenoord and Celtic, eh. You know, Fairnold, I think, are a good side. I, I rate them quite highly. But then you've got Dortmund, Paris Saint-Germain, AC Milan and Newcastle all within three points of each other. I think any of those sides dropping down into the Europa League, they have a really strong chance of winning it. Um, obviously, City and Leipzig are absolutely clear in the Champions League. Uh, Porto are only three points behind, uh, in front, sorry, of uh, Shakhtar. So one of them could drop down. But basically what I'm trying to say is, and as we all know, you know, the teams that are going to drop down from the... We're not getting the strugglers, you know. We're not getting the stragglers from the Champions League. We're getting good sides. We could get AC Milan, Newcastle, PSG or Dortmund. We could get Manchester United. We could get PSV. We could get Sevilla, who, of course, are the serial winners of the Europa League. There are a lot of good sides that are going to drop down this season uh, to the Europa League. And, of course, if we don't finish first in our group, then the chances of us being able to progress in this competition, which, again, like I said, should be our number one priority this season is going to really, really diminish. So 
make no mistake, Olympiacos is a must-win game for us, and we have to field our strongest eleven. Now, what is that strongest eleven? You ask. Well, again, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Ariola in goal. Uh, there's not much in it, to be fair, between him and Fabianski, but I just think Ariola makes sense for him to start. Um, left back Emerson been amazing this season. Really loved him going forward. Zuma is a little bit of an injury doubt. I believe he's the only injury doubt that we have. Um, but of course, if we if he's fit, then I would start Zuma and Aged. Mavropanos may be harsh to say he's going to miss out, but again, there's not a huge amount in it between the three defenders for me. I think Zuma has to start if he's a skipper, and um, Aged and Mavropanos. I don't. There's not too much in it for me. I, I wouldn't be upset either starting. Um, Soufal, of course, at right back again. I think he's been really, really good this season. We then move on to the more difficult stages of the team. And I think we just need to go back to how we were playing at the start of the season. Alvarez in that uh, position, just in front of the defence, just sweeping, not going forward too much. You've got Ward-Prowse and Biqueta. They're both there in the kind of Ward-Prowse in the more sort of 10 role and Biqueta in just that free roam. Do what you do as you please sort of role. If you want to come back, come back, get it, get the ball deep. If you want to go forward, Ward-Prowse can cover, Alvarez can cover. Easy stuff, right? Um, then I would have this is the really tough bit for me. Um, well, Kudus has to start, let's be fair. Kudus absolutely has to start with the way he's been playing. Uh, Jarrah Bowen, again, I mean, you know, when we played against Arsenal, we went for Kudus, Bowen, and Ben Rama. Um, I, I wouldn't mind exploring that too much. I think that the way we play normally is dependent on Antonio, but if we're going to switch it up to this high press, high intensity uh, lead from the front sort of uh, system, which I think actually suits Moyes quite well and suits our players quite well, then I think Ben Rama, Bowen and Kudos is it. And, and it's a, probably the only way I can see getting Kudos in because Kudos has to be in that right-hand side for me and Bowen pretty much has to play either centre or on the right. So I think they can interchange as well. You know, if Kudos cuts in, Bowen can go to the right. Um, if you know Kudos cuts in, then Bowen can drop deep or whatever. So I think that will probably be my strongest eleven for West Ham at the moment. Ben Rama is a bit iffy for me. I might even play Antonio on the left, but I think you know the way he's been playing recently has been very poor. Even Mubama, to be fair, I mean Canel Moyes, please, please put Mubama in this bloody squad. I can't. I literally can't sit for another thirty minutes. Of Danny Ings coming on for a cameo for his. I mean. I know he earns 125k a week, but I'd honestly just rather he earns it on the bench. I don't want to see him, you know, play. You know what you're getting from Ings. Yeah, he's a good finisher. One of the better finishers we've seen in the league. Probably one of the better finishers we've had at the club. But, well, I mean, based on history, not that he's shown it at West Ham, but you could just tell he's this is the end of his career. You know, after this, he won't make a big Premier League move, not with the European side. So, I mean, was young, you know, he's energetic. You know, we, we want to get him tied down to a decent contract. And we can't do that if we're not even giving him a chance. I mean, I was saying it when Thomas Suchek was playing his games last season. If you're Flynn Downs watching Thomas Suchek getting every week, you're like, what am I doing here? Like, what is the point in, in even being here if, I'm getting, if this guy is getting in ahead of me? And I think the same this season, you know. You've got Antonio who can't hit a barn door at the moment. You've got Danny Ings who basically just comes on and just... I, I, it's hard to even describe what he does. He just kind of just roams around and, you know... Saunters about and then he gets a chance. I mean, you know, if you're Mubama, you're not even on the bench, you're sitting in the crowd, you're sitting there like, why am I here? Like, literally, what I know I'm getting a paycheck here, but bar that, why am I actually here? If these two people are getting ahead of me in a game of football, and not just one game, you know, we're talking about what we're like 11, 12 games of the season, 
played three games in Europa League, a couple of cup games. Talk about a good 15, 16 games in the season. Mubama has not started once. And I don't even think he's actually had a sub appearance yet. Definitely not the Premier League, I don't think. Maybe a couple of cup competitions. Haven't really seen him in Europe either. You're just sitting there thinking, what's what's the point? I'm not surprised he's not signing a new contract. So, you know, Mubama, I'd love to see him involved in the game like uh, tomorrow as well. I know it's a must win for us. And I know that playing him is a bit risky, but you're playing 45 minutes. He's not up to the task. Fair enough. You sub him off. It is what it is. You'd rather do that than put Ings on, who you know is just not going to make an impact. Yeah, he's experienced, and yeah, he might make more of an impact than Mubama, although I failed to see how that would be possible. But surely the risk-reward is way more in favour of Mubama than it is with Danny Ings, because you say you know what you're going to get with him. You do, but it's not good. It's not good what you're going to get with him. We know how he can play. We know what he's done in the past, but... The problem is he's not that player that he once was that's going to run in behind and score goals. He's that player where you've got to put it on a plate for him and he's going to score. Well, we can't put it on a plate for him. We can't, we, you know, we struggle to create chances as it is, let alone clear cut chances he's going to put in the back of the net. And and even failing that, there have been a lot of times this season where he's had that chance and he's not taking it. So get me Barber on the pitch. I don't want to see Danny Ings play for this club. I really, really don't. Nothing against him as a player. Um, I just don't think he's good enough at all. Same for Angelo Bonner, to be honest. I know he's had a couple of appearances in Europe, but this season is the first time I've actually felt like he's human, like age is actually catching up with him a little bit. He just looks a little bit off it. And I absolutely love Ogbonna. You know, when he extended his contract, I thought it was a really smart move because whenever he came in last season, I thought he was really, really, um, you know, he came in and he just got the job done. You know, there was no kind of mitigating period. There was no like, oh, I need to get up to speed with the game. It was like he was playing week in, week out. This year... Bonner, when he's come in and when we've needed him, he's just looked like he's a little bit past it, which is really sad to say. And obviously, I mean, no disrespect in that, but it just looks like, you know, he's just a couple of yards behind every single ball. Um, you know, even that own goal he scored against Olympiacos and the, the issues he's had uh, in the games that I've seen him play. But anyway, going on to the actual match prediction, I think it'll be the same scoreline it was last time, this time in favour of us, 2-1 to West Ham. I just think this game is too important for us to lose. Um, I think Moyes recognises as well, if he's smart, that probably if he wants to keep his job, Europe is the only way he's going to be able to do it. Um, surely he looks at that league table and thinks, you know, I can give it a go, but I'm not going to be able to get this side into top six. So surely we just need to grab the ball by the horns and just put all of our effort. I mean, pretty much the only reason he survived last season was because of Europe, you know. So surely he's going to sit there and think, there's so many sides that are better than us this year. Let's just put all our eggs in the basket. You know, if we finish 14th this year, but we have a really good crack at Europe, I'm a happy man. You know, I, I know we've tried our best. I know we've fielded the best 11. We've given ourselves the best chance. We finished first in the group. You know, we've got maybe an unlucky draw. It is what it is. You know, fair enough. But if we spend this season saying, well, look, we want to push for top seven, top eight, we finish eighth this season, but we kind of, you know, we lose in Europe because we fielded maybe a second string side. That for me is not good enough and that for me would not be a good season because like I said, I don't think we'll get top seven and I don't think we'll get relegated. So hopefully it'll be a good result for West Ham. Like I say, winning for us tomorrow is massive. I imagine Freiburg will win as well and then it will kind of be the last game, you know, when we play Freiburg, um, will we be able to to beat them to finish top of the group? Even if we don't, Olympiacos have every chance of beating Freiburg themselves. So winning tomorrow gives us the absolute best chance to progress in this competition and uh, hopefully have another crack of some silverware.
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.